throws it deep downfield. Tyree who makes the catch. What a play by Manning. And what a catch by Tyree. Manning takes the snap. Lobs it left. First is wide open. Touchdown Giants. Touchdown. Deep ball down the left sideline. And it's going to be caught. Was he inbounds? Yes. Manningham on the sideline. Brady heaves one. Down the middle of the field into the end zone. A jump ball. And it's incomplete and the ball game's over and the Giants have won Super Bowl 46. Hi everybody and welcome to another episode of Papa's Perspective. This is episode nine. The Giants getting ready to take on the Chicago Bears on the day after New Year's. I'm John Schmelk. We're joined by Bob Papa. The Papa's Perspective podcast is brought to you by Bob's Discount Furniture, the official furniture store and mattress partner of the New York Football Giants. Bob, Happy New Year. Happy Holidays, my friend. All right, John. Yeah, we got a, a little trip to Chicago and the Bears, the Windy City, the Blues Brothers. So we pulled Steak dish pizza. We pulled some of your calls from 1937. Talking about a lot of sneakers, and the we're ready to go. Sneakers game, and then the second one in 1956. No, for you younger fans, I wasn't around then. But uh, you know, one of the games that I think about when I think about this uh, Giants Bears matchup is a game in which the Giants actually lost. But it's it's a game that I it, it really jumps out at me. It was November the 12th, 2006. Now remember. 2005, Eli Manning's first year starting quarterback. Giants go to the playoffs, lose to the Carolina Panthers, get shut out. Now the Giants are uh, they're on a roll. They've won five games in a row, and they've got a Sunday night football game against the Bears. The Bears started the season 7-0. and They had lost the previous week to the Miami Dolphins. They come in 7-1. and They got a really good football team. And this is kind of like one of those benchmark games. The Giants are going to lose this game and then lose four in a row and only win two games the rest of the season. And they had to win that game in Washington at the end of the year to get into the playoffs. Uh, But this was like a heavyweight matchup as the Giants and Bears were playing on Sunday night football. Giants Stadium. Place was rocking. Had a good vibe to it. And, uh, you know, sold-out crowd, the whole thing. And uh, the thing I remember, there's, there's, there's only really two plays in this game that will forever linger with me. And the first one is uh, a play that happened late in the first half. And it was like, you know, can the Giants figure out a way to beat the 7-1 and Chicago Bears, who, by the way, went on to the Super Bowl that year and lost to Peyton Manning and the Indianapolis Colts. And I'll never forget this one play because it was like, man, are the Giants, um, are they ready to win yet? Are they are they ready to, to figure out a way to be a winning football team? And uh, it was late in the first half, and the Bears were just giving up on the first half. They had third and 22 at their own 28-yard line. And, uh, all right, they figured, all right, let's just run out the clock. And I'll, I'll never forget this play. For whatever reason, it sticks with me in a negative way. Third and 22. Two receivers right. Muhammad, the slot man. They run a draw to Jones. Jones picks his way across the 40. Thomas Jones running it. And Thomas Jones has a first down to the giant 45. Thomas Jones, the draw play to Thomas Jones. Because the Giants are winning the game at this point, 13-3. I mean, 
they they've got control of this football game. Uh, Jay Philly had kicked a couple of field goals, and instead of them punting the football away on this third and twenty-two, and the Giants had used two timeouts, they had called their second timeout before the play to stop the clock. They wanted to give Eli Manning a chance to get the ball and go. Thomas Jones goes for 26 yards. And a couple plays later, Rex Grossman throws a touchdown pass to Mark Bradley. And you're sitting there and you're like, holy cow. The Giants had this game by the throat. They had the lead 13-3. to Maybe they get a field goal, get the ball back, or maybe Eli Johnson for a touchdown. And uh, the game like kind of unraveled at that point. Uh, the Bears... Got a Moosin Muhammad touchdown catch in the third quarter. Uh, Desmond Clark uh, had a big catch for a touchdown in the third quarter after Eli Manning was sacked and he fumbled. Brandon Jacobs got the Giants back in it. And then uh, I'll never forget this play. In the fourth quarter, the Giants send Jay Feely out to try a 52-yard field goal. And you don't get a chance to call many of these, but we saw it happen at Giant Stadium. Feely gets set, 52-yarder, middle of the field. Snap is good, kick on its way, end over end, and it is going to be short and fielded by the Bears in the end zone, and it's run out. Run out by Devin Hester. Devin Hester up the right sideline. Devin Hester in Giant territory. Devin Hester down the right sideline. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown Chicago! So instead of making it 24-23 at the start of the fourth quarter, the Giants go down 31-20, and they never recovered from it. They lost the football game. Bears improved to 8-1. and This was the start of a Giants losing streak. But I'll never forget the Devin Hester 108-yard field goal return for a touchdown and that Thomas Jones run on third and 22. Just those are two plays that will stick in my brain forever. It's funny how that works, right? How certain plays you just never forget watching them in front of you, depending on the importance of the game or just that individual play out. You know, certain plays just stick with you when you see them live and, and, and they really almost a guidepost to that season. Really was. I mean, and again, the Giants wound up getting into the postseason and, um, you know, they lost to Philadelphia in a hard-fought playoff game. I could still see uh, Brian Westbrook running right, running right, running right. But that's another story for another day. So, John, we move on. Following year, Giants get a chance for a little retribution, if you will. Uh, this time, though, they're going on the road to play the Bears. December the 2nd, 2007. The Giants were coming off a god-awful loss to the Minnesota Vikings. Eli Manning's least favorite color has to be purple because some of the worst games that he ever played were against the Vikings, and the Giants were shellacked the week before by the Vikings at Giants Stadium 41-17. So they're 7-4. and four. They're going to Chicago to take on the Bears. The Bears are the defending NFC champions. So, uh, listen, you know, anytime you're going to go to Chicago, you got to play at Soldier Field. Uh, you're going to be dealing with that Bears defense. Um, you know, the Bears were 
five and six. They were coming off an overtime win. So it's still a team you got to be worried about. And, uh, John, this was a game in which I remember the depth of the Giants roster played a big factor in this game at Soldier Field. And, uh, you know, the Giants go on to win this football game, and they got help from a lot of people. Now, the game didn't start off particularly the way you would have liked it because on the Giants' first possession of the game, four plays into the game, Eli Manning at the Chicago 31-yard line gets intercepted by Brian Urlacher. So the Giants are driving, and uh, they're kind of looking to get something going, and Manning makes a mistake right out of the gate. Bears get the ball. They march downfield. Rex Grossman throws a touchdown pass. So the Giants, instead of getting points on the board right away, find themselves down 7 nothing after the first quarter. Um, they need to make a play, get something going, and they do early in the second quarter. Special teams, which was also a trademark of these Giants teams, comes up with a play. Maynard takes a high pass snap, just got it away. And it bounds at the 30-yard line of Chicago, and it comes to rest at the 31. Did so that get deflected, Bob? It looked like it might have gotten partially deflected. It came off his toe. It was a 30-yard punt there. It came off his toe and just started going in a weird spin. I don't know if Tyree might have got a hand on it when he came in. Yep, yep. he got a part of a piece of it. Yeah, David Tyree, who was a special teams ace pro bowler on special teams, who knew what what happened with David Tyree later that year. But so he tips the punt. So the Giants start the possession at the Bears 32 and immediately go to the ground. Third and goal for the Giants at the two. Ward is now in. Tumor goes wide right. I set with Hedgecock. Manning calling signal. Hand off Ward. He runs left trying to get the edge. Dodge to the goal line. Touchdown, Derek Ward. Yeah, Derek Ward got that drive starting with a 31-yard run. He brought the ball down to the one-yard line, and the Giants were able to punch it in on a third and goal. Ward with the touchdown to tie the game up at seven apiece. Um, Three and out for the Bears. Giants get the ball back, but the Giants turn it over. First and 10 at the 23, right hash mark, 7-7 game. Manning, short set, pass right, batted. It's called a loose ball, and it's... Fumbled and recovered by Chicago. Was it not tipped? Chicago football for 30. Yeah, so twice in the first half, right, the first possession of the game in this one, the Giants and Manning turned it over, um, setting up the Bears, um, you know, at their own 29-yard line. Bears drive it down the field, and they're threatening to score, but what were the Giants known for back then? Getting the quarterback. 5.06 to go. Muhammad goes wide left, Olsen slot left, Farian near side right, Peterson the tailback, Grossman over center. Grossman drops back, looks left, pumps, under pressure, and he's going to get sacked. Back at the 18-yard line, Strahan and Humanura split one there. So Strahan gets the sack, forces a field goal, Bears take a 10-7 lead. Giants again do nothing with the ball. Bears a long drive at the end of the half. Giants hold them to a field goal, so Chicago has a 13-7 lead uh, going into halftime. So we get out to the third quarter, three and out. Giants get the ball, and um, again, another turnover um, to start the third quarter. Now the Giants audibleize at the line. They come setting an eye with Matthews in the fullback slot. Hand up left for Ward, skips through some traffic. 
fumbled the football and the Bears recover it. He fumbled it at the 24 and the Bears recover it. Yeah, Adewale Agunleye uh, recovered it and forced the fumble. But the Giants hold the Bears to a field goal, so they're kind of keeping the game in check. It's 16-7. Um, late in the third quarter, the Giants are driving again, and they got the ball third and goal at the one-yard line. And Eli Manning tries to throw it to Plaxico Burst, gets intercepted. Third and goal at the one. They need about a yard and a half. 30 seconds to go in the third. Burris lined up left. Toomer against the rookie near side right. Toomer in motion. Manning back. Under pressure. Avoids the sack. Rolls left. Rolls left for Burris. Jump ball. Intercepted. Nathan Vasher picked it off. You know, it's funny, Bob. This Giants team in 2007, and, you know, you mentioned the Bears, how they went to the Super Bowl the previous year. You know, these are two teams that the – they weren't. They didn't play the most aesthetically pleasing football <laughs> in a lot of these games, but they they were tough defensively. They knew how to win games, but this is one of those games that they weren't packaging and sending to Canton later in the day. No, I mean you think about the the opportunities that the Giants. I mean, three times in scoring range. Remember, Brandon Jacobs was inactive, which is why Derek Ward was getting a lot of run in this game, and Bradshaw was a rookie just coming back from injury, and um, you know. The Giants are just, you know, they're their they're own worst enemy, but their defense is kind of keeping them in the game. And midway through the fourth quarter, um, the Giants get a touchdown pass to Amani Toomer. Now, it was a touchdown that was ruled incomplete, but then upon review, touchdown stands. So despite all these turnovers in plus territory, and I remember this game because it was, you know, in Chicago, that natural grass field, and the Giants just kind of kept pounding. That was one of the things of those Coughlin teams. They didn't give up. They didn't relent. So that made it a two-point game, 16-14. Giant defense holds them to three and out. Tuck and uh, Kavika Mitchell got a sack on a third and three play. Giants moved the ball down the field. Toomer had a big catch. Um, and then the Giants, believe it or not, take the lead deep in Chicago territory. Manning gets his team to the line. I set with drones. Handoff drones. He's going to run right. He's going to bounce to the outside and walk in for the touchdown. And with 133 to go, the Giants lead now 20 to 16. You know, drones was one of those veteran pickups that team had that really helped in, in spots. He could do a little everything, and he was a high character guy. Yeah, very much. High. He was well liked by his teammates. Uh, he did all the professional things that a coaching staff would want. But the Bears had an opportunity. Uh, to move the ball. They had 133 to go in the game. And they're driving the ball down the field. They converted a fourth and 15 to Moose and Muhammad for 20 yards. Rex Grossman did. So now they got a couple cracks at the end zone because the Giants are up by five. They have to score a touchdown. And here's how the final play went. Berrien, Hester, Muhammad go left. Bradley near side right. Giants have four men in the end zone. Four seconds to go. 21-16, Grossman back, in the pocket, rolls left, throws to the end zone, and it's knocked away incomplete. Knocked away by the Giants as James Butler came over and knocked it away, bad hamstring and all. James Butler, R.W. McCorders, you think about... And Sam Madison, right? Yeah, you think about Jabril Wilson, like you think about 
you know, the plays, how many of these games came down to like last throws that were knocked away? That was another one, but the Giants win it 21-16. And by the way, Bob, you mentioned James Butler very quickly. I still remember uh, Paul Dottino and I were talking to Steve Spagnuolo after they won the Super Bowl in 2007, and he told us that in that game against Tom Brady, James Butler almost graded out perfectly after the game. Not the most athletically gifted guy, but always in the right spot at the right time, was a smart player, and he was one of those guys that, you know, it's a name people don't remember, but without guys like that, that you don't give the big contract to, that's not a first-round pick, but he started, he'd never let the ball get over his head, and he was a vital part of the back end of that defense. No doubt about it, John, and, uh, you know, it's it's not always about the star players, uh, it's also about, you know, guys that do their job, do it at a, at a very good level, and are guys that play a specific role on a specific team, and that's how you win championships. You know, your, your front-line guys got to be your studs, and Eli and Strahan and those guys. But um, it also takes, you know, um, a group of players and unsung heroes, so to speak, in order for your team to be the team that you need them to be. All right, so uh, let's fast forward to 2010. A uh, game was played at MetLife Stadium. Now, the Bears come into this game 3-0. and This is a Sunday night football game. Giants are 2-2, and I think. They were 2-1. and Let's see. The Giants were 1-2. and They won the opener against Carolina in 2010, then lost to the Colts and the Tennessee Titans. And uh, so they kind of need a win to kind of stabilize their season. And, you know, Jay Cutler's the starting quarterback. Bears, I think, finished 11-5 and five that season. In this game, I remember this game was all about the Giants' defense uh, on Sunday Night Football. The Bears wound up going 0-13 on their third down conversions. Cutler was sacked nine times. Collins wasn't sacked. And Caleb Henney was sacked once as the Giants had 10 sacks for a total of 63 yards and held the Bears to 114 yards passing. Meanwhile, Bradshaw ran for a buck 29. Jacobs ran for 62. Hey, the Giants went 10 and six in 2010, and you know they could have made the playoffs that year. Obviously, the Philly game late in the year was their undoing, the Deshaun Jackson game. But you know this is a game that you know I'll remember forever, primetime game, and you know this was a game in which the Giants. Uh, were able to control the game using their run game. You remember the Giants' defense, and right out of the gate on the Bears' first two possessions, the Giants' defense let the Bears know you can't block us. Bennett in motion right, one back set for take, Cutler over center, back to throw, he's under pressure, avoids the sack, and then Eumannura gets him at the 34-yard line. First sack of the season for Osi Eumannura. One back set, Forte, first and 10 from the 49. Knox split right, Hester in a slot left. Cutler on a play fake back to throw. He's going to get sacked by Cofield back at the 38-yard line with Tuck. Well, actually, it was Canty who got back there. All right, so they split the sack. That's how the two drives for the Bears end. So on the Giants' second possession of the game, they kind of get the run game going. Manning in a shotgun on a second and nine. Draw play left for Bradshaw, gets a block from Snee and Smith to the 35, to the 40, up the left sideline to midfield and run out of bounds in Bears territory. A 20-yard run for Bradshaw. A couple plays later, the Giants had to convert a third down. Manning in a shotgun with Bradshaw to his left. 
Manning takes the snap. As time, throws one left, caught by Nix, turns it to 25, left sideline 20, to the 15, and knocked out of bounds at the 12-yard line. So the Giants had it at the 12. They had to settle for three, so 3 nothing Giants. Bears get the ball back, and the pressure on Jay Cutler pays dividends. Cutler back to throw. Four-man rush, has time, delivers it left, intercepted at the 29 by Terrell Thomas. Stepped right in front of Olsen. So Terrell Thomas gets the interception for the Giants. The Giants um, don't score off that possession, though, because Lawrence Tynes misses a 38-yard field goal. So with all this good stuff going on, it's only 3 nothing. Now we go to the second quarter, and we're going to have a little medley for you of the Giants just crushing Jay Cutler. Giants show blitz, do not come. Cutler back, rolls right, hit by Human Your ball is loose. Truth picks it out of midair. He's tackled by the Giants back at the 28-yard line. Drops straight back to throw. Sets in the pocket, and he's going to get sacked by Tuck. Ball is loose on the ground and recovered by Forte back at the 23-yard line. Fourth sack of Cutler. Cutler takes the snap. Pass rushes on again. Cutler's going to get sacked. Strip. Ball loose. Still batted around and finally recovered by the Giants at the 29-yard line. O.C. Uminura again. Third sack for Uminura. Deion Grant recovered it. Second turnover for Chicago. Giants do not blitz. Cutler back. They double-team Uminura. Cutler steps to his left and he gets sacked again back at the 12. Justin Tuck. He has two and a half sacks tonight. Bears start at their own 48. Cutler's going to get sacked again back at the 39-yard line. Barry Cofield. The Giants with a four-man rush. Cutler deep into the pocket. Here comes the blitz, and the Giants sack him again for the 10th time in this first half. Aaron Ross coming in from the right corner. What halftime ceremony did you have that you had to leave in that game? Do you even remember? Because that was Paul Dottino. Obviously, it wasn't Bob Pop on that last call. Uh, I'm trying to think. 2007. Uh, it wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have been. No anniversary. No, 2010. For... Was it, oh, you know what? It might have been the inaugural Ring of Honor. Or it could have been the 20th anniversary of. No. No? No, I All think right. it was the inaugural Ring of Honor. Oh, okay. Yeah, because it was 2010. It was the first year of MetLife Stadium. So we had the Ring of Honor ceremony. And the Giants honored their defensive past. Uh, by absolutely shredding. The last sack was from Aaron Ross. And uh, by the way, guys, j- just to go inside baseball here, because that's why we're here, right? So whenever there's a ceremony at halftime and Bob has to you know, go on the, the PA and announce it, sometimes he's in the voiceover booth upstairs. He doesn't go down to the field, in which case he you know, maybe misses the last 30 seconds of the half. But when you have to go downstairs, Bob, two-minute warning, you're out of the booth, you're in the elevator, because all that stuff at halftime is very, very finely planned and finely tuned by our very own Don Sperling. Yes, so they have the elevator waiting, two-minute warning. I remember standing down on the field watching Jay Cutler just getting pounded. And I knew I usually stand because where they have the stage near the visiting team's bench at about the 25-yard line, and it was like an absolute mess. But you know what, John? The Giants sacked Cutler nine times in the first half, but they only led three to nothing. Because, <laughs> you know, uh, Julius Peppers had a sack and a forced fumble. Giants weren't able to do much offensively. The Bears still had a very good defense this year, by the way. Yes, they still had a good defense. Um, they kind of trade possessions to start the third quarter. Um, believe it or not, the Bears went two consecutive possessions without giving up a sack. 
which was pretty pretty heady stuff for them, although they didn't get any first downs. Giants finally got something going. Uh, Knicks helped them wiggle out of a second and 17 from their own 13-yard line with a 21-yard play. Uh, the forgotten Travis Beckham, number 47 in your hearts and minds, Giants tight end, he had a 25-yard catch and run. Later to have a monster catch and run against the Packers in the playoffs. He did. Um, and then after the Beckham 25-yarder, Bradshaw had another 25-yard run to set the ball up in a first-and-goal situation. First and goal, just inside the four. Call it the three. Eye set with Bradshaw. Hand off right for Bradshaw. Gets a block from Hedgecock. Spins to the goal line and fights for the touchdown. That's physical football there. A 90-yard drive capped off by Ahmad Bradshaw's touchdown run. And the Giants go a little old school with some running. And they have a 9-0 lead with the extra point to come. And they'd get the extra point, and uh, the Giants would take a 10-0 lead into the fourth quarter. And, you know, with the way the Giants were pounding the Bears quarterbacks, it was like you were just forcing them into mistakes, and, and that's how the fourth quarter started. Second and 10 at the Giants' 35. Offset eye right, Forte the tailback. Collins takes his deep drop, throws one over the middle, and the pass is intercepted. At the eight-yard line, Deion Grant, pass intended for Olsen, and Grant gets touched down there. Yeah, Todd Collins was in the game. Um, the Giants, though, turn it over. Manning gets sacked, fumbles it. Uh, so the Bears start at the Giant 29-yard line, but the Giants hold them to three. So despite this sack party that's going on, it's only a one-score game. That's the thing about this game that I'll never forget. The Giants start on their own 30-yard line. They drive it downfield. They have the ball in plus territory. You got a second and one. And then Bradshaw fumbles. So the Bears have to start at their own one-yard line. And, uh, you know, the Giants' defense was having none of it. They hold them to a three and out. Uh, Darius Renard, remember him? Yeah, the running back, right? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Smaller guy. And he had a scat ni- back. He had a nine yard uh punt return. Darius Renard. <laughs> <laughs> Man. I know. It's fun going back to these games. I you love the names. names. Oh, it's great. So the Giants start at the Bears thirty two and uh, Eli hits Knicks for thirty, and then the Giants keep it on the ground. At the two. Manning handoff Jacobs runs right to the goal line. Touchdown, Giants. Good job by Jacobs. Doing the job they asked him to do when he gets in. If he's upset because he's not getting enough run, so be it. When he gets the ball, he does his job. That's all that matters. So there you have it, 17-3 Giants. And the Giants get a 10th and final sack with the Bears at the Giant 42, 3-11 to go. Justin Tuck smashes Caleb Haney. And the Giants win the game 17-3 to on their way to a 10-6 and record, but not a postseason. And the Giants will likely play the Bears next year, Bob, as the Giants have the AFC North. Last year they played the AFC, the NFC West. This year they have the NFC South. So next year, likely Giants-Bears at some point during the course of the year. NFC North, yeah. So this little stretch of playing the Bears every year continues. No question. 
For Bob Papa, I'm John Schmuck. Once again, everybody, hope you had a happy holidays, happy new year to you and you and your fa- everybody in your family. Thank you for being with us on Papa's Perspective, presented by Bob's Discount Furniture, the official furniture store and mattress partner of the New York Football Giants. For Bob Papa, I'm John Schmelk. We'll see you in 2022.